You are listening to the Sermon Podcast from House for All Sinners and Saints. We are a congregation of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, located in Denver, Colorado. And you can find out more about us at houseforall.org. Grace, peace, and mercy are yours from the triune God. Amen. Growing up, there was science, and then there was religion. It was a mortal sin to even name the two together, connected by the word and. I am one who comes with some baggage from evangelicalism and literal theology. Think about the Westboro Baptist Church, Hurricane Katrina, religious folks using horrible natural disasters to prove that God is acting through science to punish us. Some way proof of God's disapproval, damnation, or sinful, deplorable selves that simply must be punished. The Feast of Epiphany is about manifestation. Her house, Liturgy Guild, has given this season the theme of unfolding unexpected revelation. Instead of God using the skies and the devastations of creation to punish us, God's glory and love move the stars far away as a little newborn slightly shifts and coos in his manger. So you better believe that when I read of the stars shifting in the sky, shining brighter and leading to a destination, I'm hesitant to say anything about this cosmological shift. Yet it seems like those who have the most to lose, the powers and principalities of this world, as the ones who have everything to say. Herod is a man of power and will do anything to keep a type grip on it. This shifting start, this unfolding and unexpected revelation brings up a deep fear within himself. After all, these three wise asses are coming to pay homage to a supposed newborn king, seeming to overlook the actual king right in front of them. The magi, the ones who study the stars, track them, trace them, study them, they are the scientists in lab coats. They have noticed a particular star in the cosmos whose shift and persistent makes them take pause and stare in awe. Last night I got to see a show right across the street from me and I got a taste of that awe. The house lights go down. The center stage light fades. The audience gasps and inhales for a moment. A moment of delight, of life, of survival and of desire. And then it happens. Heaven and earth have shifted, and we behold the most loving God, the one that God desires for us, for life, for freedom, to embrace and unify with the Spirit, the Spirit of life that portals from eons to light years and back again. And yes, after such awesome event, we have a choice to make. Will we quake and fear and bunker down the hatches? Or will we follow the star wherever it might go? God reveals God's self in unexpected ways, in ways that lead us into the daunting yet freedom-filled future ahead of us. The story of God's revealing an epiphany contrasts with Herod's agenda of amassing self-serving power through secreting. Herod says one thing when he fully intends to do another. Inauthentic and fork-tongued, he would, it seems, be willing to do anything to stay in power. 
He would be willing to lie. He would be willing to contrive. He would be willing to collude. He would even be willing to kill an innocent child. There was a story this past year that tasted of our Lord's hope-revealing star amid our modern-day occupation. The star was stopping over a borderland between Ukraine and Poland. The rising light shone and the darkness in the image of baby carriages lined up at the border train station. Carriages left there by Polish mothers, anticipating the needs of sister Ukrainian mothers fleeing their Herod, arrival of invading troops in their homeland. Opening their treasure stocks, Polish women searched garages and attics, spare bedrooms and basements for a gift worthy of the border. But how did it happen? How did they sense the rising star? Did it start as a small glow in their hearts as they heard stories on the news and saw images of women just like them suddenly having to protect and raise infants in a war zone? Did the star start and rise to the vehicle of Facebook or Instagram or TikTok? A tweet or retweet, a retweet, a post, a repost, or a starlight idea? This was a crowd motivated by kindness and curiosity, not desire to bully and control. This was a manifestation of a radical outpouring of generosity and love. The starlight response required two skills, but not a double nature. The response required the skill of perception and the skill of well-placed response. For the Polish woman, it was perceiving the fact that real human suffering was in their midst and needed God's response. For the wise men, it was perceiving that God was doing something new in the world. The woman in Poland, not only did they perceive the place where the starlight was needed, but they also searched their supplies to see what gift worthy of love were there to be found in their midst. Their well-placid response was transporting ideas to a place where those who needed them most would be able to get them. They left their homes to go, but where was God? For the wise men, the well-placed response of dropping what they were doing to follow the invitation to bring them to the very best of what they had. They brought gold, frankincense, myrrh, and a fourth thing presence. Their gift of presence was perhaps the very best. It was, in fact, what God, God's self, was giving. Our world is scared beyond belief, and there are many who are taking advantage of such a time to draw unholy conclusions, spreading fear and chaos to then use as the grounds for exerting more control. And for us, as followers of a God who would become enfleshed within our very bodies, the stars shifting on God's cosmological canvas, enticing us to keep watch, to behold the Word made flesh, the unexpected baby in a manger whose stars are his and our baby mobile. Jesus' presence is leading us forth in ways we never expected, unfolding towards the great outpouring of love from the cross which will rumble the heavens and shift the stars once again. For our God is as intimate as a little newborn, and even as the stars shift. This week, I was watching on Netflix, The Comey Rule. Has anyone seen it yet? 
It's a live action of the Comey report, which was uh, a greater, a greater service, or yeah, something like that. If you don't know, Comey was the FBI director under Trump. No, under sorry, under Obama, leading into Trump. So it's like you know, Jeff Daniels is playing Comey. Like it's a great. It's like West Wing, but even better. It captivated me because Jeff Daniels playing Comey was so convicted in his belief in the institution, in the institution to do its job, to have trust and accountability. And then you learn of all the shit that happened. You can't make it up. There is evidence that there was Russian folks working with campaigns and others. The truth is right there. And Comey decides that there is a higher, more holy virtue of maintaining independence and rigorous commitment to the truth, no matter where it leads. This God that we serve will go to the ends of the earth for us. This God asks us to hold such virtue in such uncertain times a virtue of curiosity, that we don't know where things are going. I would like to know, but we don't. But what we do know is there is all of these people around us and a star that keeps on leading us and shifting on that cosmological canvas. God so intimate in the dying of a star and the birthing of new life. This epiphany this unfolding, unexpected revelation. May we stand in awe and gasp and allow God to shine forth. Amen. You've been listening to the sermon podcast from House for All Sinners and Saints. If you would like to support the ongoing ministry of our church, please visit our website at houseforall.org giving.